Toyota's national sales event is happening now, meaning it's a great time for a great deal on a dependable Toyota truck. Like the Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully designed Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. All new Toyotas come with Toyota Care, a no-cost maintenance plan. See your dealer or visit buyatoyota.com for details. Let's go places. Rachel, oh, Dratch. I was going to go with that. The, the thing you do not say yeah. when Rachel Dratch is going to be your guest. You don't say, oh, Dratch. Yeah, you say, Rachel Dratch. She's so cool. Rachel, everyone loves her on the show. She's always a score machine. She's got funniness. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> yelling at me. Uh, You're being yelled at? At the side, they're going, up the energy. You're fucking oh, bombing. I'll, like, I'll compensate. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. Yeah. Did you see that little machine? They act I'm like the we're the morning zoo crew. I may, Rachel makes me happy. Mm -hmm. I loved our podcast with her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Debbie Downer, we go through all that, how it came about, all of her great sketches. Mm -hmm. She's just truly one of, I know it's a cliche, but it's true, organically funny people she we've is. ever had on our podcast. And we've had a lot of funny people and so sweet. I met her early on. She did a, a thing in Dickie Roberts, uh, that old movie. Oh, a couple of people remember? Thank you. Add applause. Mm. And did she get to wear clothes in that? Scene? She was very funny. She's always like scoring in Adam's movies. Wherever you throw her, she gets a laugh. Any sketch, she gets a laugh. Mm -hmm. She's a, a super pro, and she's like a, uh, a just hyper real person. <laughs> like there was no edge to her. That you're Rachel Dratch. You know, we actually, I think we talked to her about that. Just, just people coming up to her, like she used to be in awe of people. And you know, this just came to me. She was nervous about meeting hosts. She's very shy. She doesn't seem like it. I'm are shy. You, are too, you wearing dude. an earpiece? Because you're especially witty today. Is someone, I am? Is someone feeding you lines? Because you know, it just came to me. <laughs> it just came to me. <laughs> No, I have a, a a gift, a gift no one wants. But we talk about with her a lot of SNL stuff and the phenomenon of just meeting someone who's way more famous than you and then going through a week of this huge experience they're going to have and how nerve-wracking it is when you first meet like a Sharon Stone or whoever uh, when you're a cast member. So it's very sweet. And on a side note, this is the coat. I talked about my Netflix special that cost me so much where they said you can't wear it really outside. This is because it's a puffer with leather and they go, it ultimately well, don't wear it in snow, <laughs> rain, wind, clouds. I'm just going to tell you because people are freaking out about this coat. They can't well, focus on what we're wait saying. Wait a minute, David. I, I'm not trying to get us to start a company, but the ultimate puffer, if you ever want oh, to go a good a jacket thing, you just said it. You heard it here. Mm -hmm. This is live. The ultimate puffer, we put them out. They're kind of funny from the fly on the wall guys. Yeah. I'm just trying to monetize. We could have merch. I want to be Ryan Reynolds a little bit. Hi, Ryan. We could make money because this was 30 grand. So, well, the ultimate puffer, we make this, it is for the, 30, this is the world's 80. greatest leather jacket. I've called this for 20 years. Yeah. I bought it at Barney's and there's no, no leather jacket mm. in the world as good as this one. None. We're starting to sell merch right now. All ultimate right. leather jacket, puffer what? The puffer? perfect puffer. The perfect puffer. And here's Rachel Dratch. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That part's not going to be my start, is it? Unfortunately. I don't know. I don't know. It could be. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hey, you guys. It's Rachel Dratch. <laughs> Woo. Sometimes you're a whiz. There's people who take like 20, 25 minutes to get on okay. this thing. I once took an hour and a half. And then mm -hmm. David okay. just hosted the show. Rachel. Rachel. Tom Hanks still isn't on. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I'm so excited to... Be here and see you guys. That's more like the attitude we're looking for. We like that. We've had a lot of your friends on, Rachel. 
I know. I've been listening. Oh, you have? A lot of, really? Yes. Interesting. It, yes, I love it. Okay. Well, It's like a support group and fun. It is. <laughs> it is. It's We are alumni of this incredibly bizarre, uh, wonderfully bizarre experience called Saturday Night Live. You know, what's funny is that, Dana, it's like a support group in the way that you can't really complain to outside people about Saturday Night Live because they're so happy you're on and they can't believe you're on it. So if you have micro complaints, no one wants to hear them. It's like if you do a movie, you can never say, I had to get up early. They go, you're in a movie. And you go, oh, yeah, you're right. And they have a point. So it is twice. So, but with other people in a movie or other people on SNL, you can kind of whisper, I can't believe they brought us in an hour early today. And they go, yeah, me too. And then they understand, you know. <laughs> they cut the best part. The best part. They cut it. Uh, God damn well, that's it. all day. That's all day when you look at the rundown. This shit got on. Our set is under the bleachers. We're so far away from the audience. We had to cut our entrance. I hate this show. But enough about week one. No, I'll tell Rachel how, uh, a story. Then she'll talk toward the end. We but, don't like our guests to talk yeah. very much. because I know. We, I know. We oh, like she our- knows. how sickening. <laughs> no, no, because you guys say it. No, because you guys say it. Okay, good. Because it's not really true. It's no, more you, that's like your thing that you say dinner yeah. where we all talk to each other. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't right. stress Which is good. It takes the pressure right. out. We don't want to stress yes. you out. Like it's a Rachel. conversation. It's a conversation. Yeah, you don't that's, want to talk. That's what we've been trying to tell the production it's, company. No, this is so embarrassing, <laughs> but I couldn't sleep last night because like, I was all like, I don't know, like Christmas morning about doing this. Like, I don't know. Oh, I had like, well, we're flattered. Like, kind of fun, fun anxiety, yeah. but just, I was like, oh my God, I'm doing that tomorrow. And then I couldn't sleep. Well, so anyway, we're gonna put your feet I, to I the don't fire. sleep a lot of nights, so it's not a big okay. deal. My, my mind goes crazy at night. And I didn't sleep very well last night because I knew I'd be seeing you this morning. Okay. <laughs> So and then I, All right. I dreamed about you. No, it's okay. totally normal. We're uh, it's kind of a smash. We're sort of a global hit. So it's appropriate to be. <laughs> David, say your thing and then we'll let Rachel talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot my thing. What? You forgot your statement. No, no, I forgot. But I, I will tell Rachel just to relax. I liked her you were. that. Yeah. Yes. One of my stories about SNL that it just shows you how it screws with you is um in a good way um is that. uh one time I was doing Coneheads applause. Oh my God, a couple of people in the back saw it. So I was- Why did they call them Coneheads? I never got the connection. Dana. is Because their heads were shaped like cones? I don't that think it? that's it. Okay. Um, All right, so you're in Coneheads. So I'm in Coneheads <laughs> and the movie. They go, the sketch did well. Do you want to be in a movie that won't work as well? And I said, yes, of course. So I, I had a pickup shot, which was good because I tested okay. And they go- Lauren goes, we're going to add a scene with you, which is good news. You know, I said, oh, okay. So it's during a show week, which is bad news. So on a, Rachel knows the drill. You have a read through on Wednesday. So after read through um, Friday morning, I had to fly to do. So what happened after read through, I took a red eye. And they go, you're going to fly to LA. This is such a fucking long story. I'm sorry, Rachel. How does it relate to- It's okay. It doesn't at all. It just shows- Actually, I'll save it because it's so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Because everyone's going to yell at me. But I just thought I'd settle Rachel in by saying, we all have our pros and cons of being on SNL. And most are cons, obviously, but there's some that are harder. (laughs) I I had pros, but I'll just say this as an overarching- Word package for you to to digest. Yeah. Show yes. business in general is an emotionally violent sport. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. It's tough. It, it, it and emotions can be violently great, but it's it's a topsy turvy kind of wickety woo. There she is. She's making a break a little... for it. Where do you think you're going? She's trying to run out of the podcast, but she's carrying. <laughs> well, I hear people. I hear people on the street. I'm closing the window. Okay. Oh. Interesting. We thought you were trying to escape our podcast. No, 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 no. no. So okay. your first day, we can bounce wherever you want, but I'm just thinking oh, wow. your first okay. day when you walked in there, you knew, was Tina already there? And other- yeah, Tina was there and Adam McKay was there, who I knew from Second City. Yes. So um, so did you just hang on to them a little bit? I mean, it's so nerve I mean, it's so, like, I was the only new person that year. Well, there was one writer that I knew too that was new, but I was the only new actor. So, what year is you know, this? when you what get season? there- this is 1999. Yeah. Um, so when you get there, you, you, so I don't know why I sort of thought there's going to be like 
the welcome yep. packet. Here's what you do. You know, <laughs> like I don't know college. why. A little I envelope thought, with a string on like, it. Like, I don't even mean like fanfare. I just mean like, <laughs> like anything. instructions or something. Yeah. <laughs> this is your room. So, yeah. And then like, I definitely was like following <laughs> Tina around like a, a lap course. dog. You know, like, where do I go? Yeah. What? But you know, she had her own stuff to do. So, um, but it was me and um, this writer, Ali Farinaki, and who we knew each other from Second City. And our office was like this kind of storage closet that they put um, <laughs> posing as an office. <laughs> um, but no, it was so I had I had we had each other. So that was good. But um, yeah, it's definitely like, you know, throw the baby in the pool and and see what happens. It is a whole culture of not really telling you what's going on or where you, yeah. what you're standing but, in the show. <laughs> yeah. But on the, on the flip side, like the, you know, SNL, like, the, of course it's the dream job as we all know. And, um, mm -hmm. the, my dream job moment was before that even happened. It was actually the 25th anniversary show. So mm -hmm. that was my very first time. Like, even though I had no part in right. it, I was, invited to come watch so like i got swept up when i got there like get into hair and makeup and here's this dress and like you know i was coming from second city like there was no hair and makeup no or anything so i had like full glam squad and glam like squad. in the dressing room was um lily tomlin and elvis Holy costello shit. and dan Aykroyd, and that's my very first and i was like because I mean, Lily Tom, Jeez. like I watched her when I was, you know, four or something. Yeah. And um, Elvis Costello, like, you know, so and, and Dan Aykroyd. So I was just like, I think I literally pinched myself. So, you know, it is the dream come true. And then, yeah. you know, it's like that plus thrown in the pool. When you pinched yourself, platter. did you wake up or was it not a dream? I was all real. Okay. It was, That's mean, a yeah. wax museum to walk into those three. I yeah, mean, it spans totally. these a lot. These are legendary and it's <laughs> yeah. a mix. It's a yeah. musical guest. Legends. Music. Bop, bitty, beep, yes. bitty, boop. <laughs> what was your first character you used to do when you were a little kid? What would you do? When your would dad you was being a radiologist. <gasps> well, someone did their Wikipedia uh, he, that he, could, he could see right through you no matter when you got drunk in high school the dad the radiologist oh, right. he would Good. look nice. that's all I got Rachel vision. I like it um, so no, I, take us back so, to eight year old Rachel oh my god so eight, So I was actually really shy when I was little I don't know if Me either too. of you guys were yeah, you were I don't know yeah. I was pretty shy and then I sort of like <laughs> not David but my dad, my dad was really funny. So mm. then, but then in around junior high, I sort of became more of like the class clown type. And like my friends, my, my like gal pal friends were really funny. And so, and then I used to watch SNL. Like I discovered it when I was in third grade and I would like make my friends stay up and watch wow, it. Third is and, a little um, early. That's good. I know. So I had this friend who had an older brother and like I'd sleep over her house and he was watching. I was like, what is this? You know, like I didn't remember that. The, I mean, like the B sketch. Oh, yeah. I, didn't understand oh, yeah. it at all. I didn't I get still that. Don't I don't really even get know it. if I still don't. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I was still like, love it. Oh my god! And like Samurai and um, Lisa Lubner, like all those. I mean, mm -hmm. Gilda Radner, wow. everything. Yeah. And um, so then I was just sort of, even though half of it was probably going over my head, I was just really into it. And I would watch it every week and make my friends stay up too. And would you mimic them? Would you mimic? Uh, no, I wasn't like stuff from it or know, try it's to, so weird. You a thief? I wasn't really this. No, I, I mean, I wasn't really like doing Flattery. characters. I know. Yeah, you, I was just more like just um, a funny person into doing the school plays and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then like class clown school plays combo sort of thing. But it, wow. I wasn't like a kid who was like, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if you guys were from a young age or what. But... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, oh, we were no, smart no. enough we were... to think you <laughs> we... couldn't ever get on SNL. Exactly. That like, it was... was impossible from 495 exactly. Wellington. Do you remember the address of your familial home? In Mine was 495 Wellington. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it still is. My mom still oh, lives so there. We don't... So. Can we give that address out? And when they're not normally and how home, do you get there from the airport? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to meet Rachel's mom. <laughs> we, we should have her yeah, a meet and greet at the end. Exactly. She'd be into that probably. I wow. lived at 702 East Brenda in Casa Grande, Arizona. Take that. America. Okay. 495 right. Wellington Drive. Home number, landline, 415-591-8128. I call I that. still call you on that number. <laughs> oh, my number? Yeah. So so Rachel, so you're a little kid and you fall in love with Saturday Night Live. And you're you're yes. you're afraid to even hope at that point. Exactly. Like, I was really... like, I was still kind of shy. Yeah. And then I was still like then in high school I did 
school plays and stuff like that. And um, does it help your social life to be class clowny? Uh, yeah, I would say so. But I mean, all my friends were funny. Like, I just am grew up I your friend? Funny, you are, <laughs> and you're very funny. No, I mean, I like this. Like, they're still really. I still am in touch with these same women, and they're just. It's just. I don't know. We sort of have this comedy vibe going on. So everyone was funny. I have the same thing. I have a lot of friends from high school. We ran track and cross country, but I was always doing characters or little impressions. I didn't really know I was a comedian and I'm friends with them now. So they've been with you this whole time. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's that's cool. When you did some of them get known and some went into different fields. Um, none of them went, none of them were really into acting. Okay. They were just kind of funny they little normal. quipsters, you know? Yeah. yeah. Normal people. But the, and, oh, fun fact, which I've actually said before, but, um, Amy Poehler grew up in the next town over, even though we didn't know each oh, other, really? but we did, we did work in the same ice cream pala, but not at the same time. Oh, that's so ice cream we both pala. Ice cream at this pala. place called Chad, Chadwick's, um, uh, which welcome to Chadwick's. What the fuck Chadwick's. do you want? <laughs> Yeah. You want but, your um, fucking wicked ice cream? I can't do it, exactly. but I love when you, you want a cone. I, I copy you. You said wicked piss. Oh, you're the one. Yeah. Pizza. I was yeah. watching the Boston thing with Jimmy, but yeah, I always ask this question. No one has an answer, but go ahead. Finish your what? thought. I like to oh, interrupt. No, I was going to say, but the, no, but then um, when I went to college, there was an improv group there and I didn't really know what improv was, but I saw this group rehearsing and I was like, oh, I think I could do that. You know? So then that's how I, kind of fully was like really into comedy when I joined that fun and scary. So do you had a moment in high school where you got a little confident somehow, like maybe I'm meant to maybe kind of do this. Cause Mm, I I was asked to speak for the junior varsity cross country team and it came out kind of funny and stuff. I had little episodes like that. You came out as church lady. Well, <laughs> did you? Was church well, lady like a rudimentary? My mom actually made the dress from scratch when I was uh, five, and, and they would I... have me dress in a dress and prance around. No, that was much later. Yeah, <laughs> that could be real. I know. I, I kind of bought into it. No. The... Oh my gosh, I love the church. I just need to blurt out. Like I had this fan out thing. <laughs> blurt out of how much I love your characters and oh, uh, na- naughty parts and gorged and tingling. We always <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah. It always sounds funnier when someone does it. Is that what? <laughs> She would say no, naughty and gorge. It was such a pornographic. Naughty parts and gorged and tingling. Um. That's because the censors would didn't want me to say penis, so I had substituted okay, right. that. It was way more pornographic. Naughty it's and gorged. And an older and like, woman saying it and almost turned on by it. It's like she's so focused on it. Well, and she's a church lady. Uh, that was a very lucky thing. I mean, for you, so you get you you. We're going back oh, for right. a second. So, so you okay. join the 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 college so, yeah. glee club yeah <laughs> the, the, the improv group but so i think what i noticed is um you know there were a lot of like in acting class or the play or whatever there weren't a lot of people who were into being the comedy part and like that was the part i always gravitated towards like when mm-hmm. people say comedy is hard i'm like no doing the drama part where you have to be crying your eyes out like to me that's hard it's mm. <laughs> like not fun i think it's more all. overtly embarrassing to be that vulnerable but when you're being <laughs> funny you're in charge and kicking ass when you're funny yeah yeah kicking ass. Kickin ass so um <laughs> so then i was i don't know i sort of thought like oh maybe i could do I, I at least sort of i wasn't like i'm gonna make it but i was like i at least want to know that i gave it a shot and then i can go back and do regular have a regular job i don't know if you guys were like comedy or bust or did you have like, I just want to try this. But, but Dana, did you, mm. you did stand up? Is that how you Well, started, the stand up scene, they started building comedy clubs on every block in 1979, right as I got <laughs> out of college. I mean, there was no comedy clubs before that. So I would just play biker bars and delicatessens. But the I said to myself, because it seemed like trying to be the president or the first man on the moon, yeah. literally, I'll try this for 10 till I'm 30 and see if something happens. Oh, okay. Okay. But then the club scene I was exploded. Like, what about you? Well, I didn't do stand up at all. I just wanted to do improv and sketch. So I was like, I'll try it. So uh, during the my sophomore summer, we went out to Chicago because one of the guys in our group lived there. And I checked out Second City and Improv Olympic. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try Chicago after college and then just see how it goes. But yeah. 
be no high hopes or anything. And so then that's how I, I went out there to try it again in a second city. It took a while and I took the classes and everything, but then eventually got in. Well, what city. did mom and dad think? Cause you went to Dartmouth. So <laughs> you're dad, a yeah. brainiac and then you're <laughs> now you're in what's this second who city? Yeah. What you're prancing around in a little costume. Who the <laughs> fuck you think you are? Get a real job. I mean, were there, or they were just very no. sweet. That was my impression. No, they of- were, so, I mean, like I said, my dad was sort of, he was into comedy, okay. you know, he, he was very funny. So he sort of gave it this kind of reverence or whatever. So they, they were sort of like, you know, yeah, go, go try. I'm, I don't know what their inner monologue was. If they were like, <laughs> what the hell is she doing? But, um, but no, they were supportive. And then like every year I made a little bit of progress, you know, like I'd be on the house team at Improval and Beggar getting to the touring company. So it wasn't like, you know, instant success. Like most of us know it takes a while. So it was sort of like, incremental how did you steps. make ends meet as they say and it's okay if mom I, and dad gave you a little bit no i um i i well first i was also interested in psychology so i did work in a i don't know a, a psychiatric hospital for a while oh, was john lovitz there that's a joke john he was a patient for nine years he was not there <laughs> i did that for a while because i was still sort of like well maybe i want to be in psychology like I was still a little torn Mm -hmm. and then I also tempt for most of it oh and I was a horrible waiter I got five well I got downgraded at California Pizza Kitchen (laughs) I was locked into the bar back position um but but, but I was mainly just a temp I couldn't carry all those plates on my arm. Well, bar back, you have to lift 60 pounds on a bus. Oh, well, whatever. I was like the to go girl, whatever. It wasn't (laughs) it wasn't a lot of manual labor. But no, mainly I was a temp. I I temped and answered phones and and this and that. Secretary. Did you live in like an apartment with roommates and stuff? Was it was it struggling? Yes, I lived in a I mean, Chicago was so fun because you could get this amazing apartment for like $300 Three hundred dollars yeah. if you had a roommate, you know. And the, the apartment—it was just such a fun time. Like I moved up there barely knowing anybody, and then I was with all these people that you know now. I mean, we all were there together, um, and it was just such a fun time because, like, you're—you know—you'd go do your improv show or just go watch an improv show at the beginning, and then everyone would hang out together. So you were with all these funny people all the time, and it was—it like was Adam, McKay, whole world. Adam McKay, Tina Fey, Adam McKay, Tina. Um, later on, Amy Poehler, and uh, oh my gosh, so many people. Um, well, like when I was in the touring company um, at Second City, um, Amy Sedaris was on the main stage, wow. and, like Stephen Colbert right. and Steve Carell. They were on. What the happened same to those cast guys, and, Colbert and Carell? Did I don't want to never heard from them again. But um, guys. but they, <laughs> but I didn't like hang with them because they were the people you were like, oh look at them. You know, I was like, <laughs> oh behind them. You know? Well, Carell's like, like that. He throws his weight around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> humblest guy ever. But right. uh, <laughs> but um, no, I was more with yeah, like well, Tina and um, Scott Adsit, Jack McBrayer, Nia Vardalos. We were all kind of in the same generation. Wow. Um. And oh my gosh, I'm forgetting like half of them right now. But but mm. everyone, oh Brian McCann and and Brian. Stack oh Brian McCann, up, oh man, like he's funny. Conan, yeah, like yeah. I did. John Glazer, um, another. Great. Anyway, mm. it was like it felt like this sort of golden age. I mean, maybe everyone felt like that in Chicago. But whenever did you they feel were there. that at the time? Because I would think back later and be nostalgic for those early days. But at the time, it was sort of a struggle. But you were happy at the time, like I'm in the golden age kind of. I mean, it's so like this sounds so Pollyanna, but it was I just remember being so like laughing so much at what other people were doing on stage, you know, like, like everyone had their own style and, you know, event like when you first get on the main stage, I was like, really? Oh, actually, SNL came through to scout when I first got on the main stage. And so then like I was, you know, it wasn't like I was super confident. And when I first got on that big stage, you know, so I was like, definitely not what I'm saying. I was like, you know, scared and improvising in front of this bigger crowd, everything. So anyway, they came through and they, they picked like all these people to go audition, but I, but except me and like two other people. So, but I mean, now looking back, I'm like, okay, yeah, I didn't really have characters. I wasn't really, it was was pretty green. Who, who they, was, well, they picked scout. to audition? Did oh, anyone oh, get yeah. the so, show? Was it oh, Marcy? Yeah, so, um, that year, oh, Marcy, I think Marcy was there. And that year, like they took um, Dave Keckner and Nancy Walls, oh, I think. Oh, that's when and, I was um, Steve Carell's wife. I think, yeah. yeah. And um, I'm not sure if that was, I think that's the same year. But mm. anyway, then, um, but then I was on the stage for like three more years. And, you know, they don't come through 
like every year that they're often. coming. Like you never know. Right. So like they came back three years later. And then I was on, and then I had a lot more experience and a lot more characters, and and then I got to go audition. Why do you want to learn a new language? Well, and where would you use it? What how how would you what would you do? I think with what it? happens is a lot of people say Spade. He's kind of funny, but it comes off dumb. And I think, what could I do to fix that? Maybe learn a little li- a new mm-hmm. language because if we go international, if I take my hilarious act on the road overseas right we 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 see you're saying we we is uh yes in french and oh it is c is yes in spanish (laughs) we see we see we see we see yes 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 introducing here i want to do this because i i love this company introducing rosetta stone as the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, this is the trusted expert for 30 years. You can't go wrong. Millions of users, 25 languages they offer. You could throw any of them at me. Do they do Spanish? Yes. French? Yes. Arabic? Mm-hmm. All the biggies, all the hits. Rosetta mm-hmm. Stone, they have uh, no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. That's a big yes. deal. That's the thing. What they've invented basically is this intuitive process that you pick a language up naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. So that's designed for long-term retention, which mm-hmm. is the key. There's a built-in true accent feature. That 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 sort of shapes your pronunciation so you so you get what, it right. You blend what, in. What what are you talking about? You don't sound like it, Pepe Le Pew. It's true that when you when I do accents, but when you speak a foreign language, you want to get into the rhythm of of the of the words because that's going to make you understood a lot better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, lifetime membership has all twenty five languages for any and all trips your language needs in life. Mm-hmm. Lifetime access, twenty five languages. And that's 50% off. That is a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Fly on the Wall listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash fly. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses. Wow. For the rest of your life, redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash fly today. When you did, you, what what was your happening characters that were popping so, for you? Well, okay, no. First of all, I didn't I didn't get the job this year, even though um, your second I, time around, yeah, still no yeah, job. Yeah, second time. No, okay. then the second time, I <laughs> but the first year I did um, the Boston thing because Tina and I had done this Boston duo. Can you at do it? Because people loved it when they hear voices. Oh yeah, Could so you do a little we, bit oh of the Boston. Uh, we were like oh, a couple wicked, notes. Oh wicked, it's wicked, um, wicked smart. <laughs> Wicked smart. Yeah, no, it was Tina and I. We were mother daughter shopping at the Burlington Mall. Um, and that was our initial scene. And then when we got to second, when I eventually got to SNL, we would write those together mm-hmm. for, um, yeah. And then you did it with Jimmy too. Yeah. With Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. And um, then I didn't really do that many impressions, but at the time, well, at the time, like Allie McBeal was the big show. <laughs> so I did Callista Flockhart. For my audition, how do you do her? Yeah, I, mean, I was. It's really kind of just a face, which I, you can't see on this podcast. <laughs> but it's just like you turn your lip up and kind of look off to the side. Oh, I like see this. the up. Yeah, yeah. And then you kind of stutter. What? 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 what I don't. Uh, but but like yeah. now, no one knows uh, that show, so it's sort of obsolete. I know. <laughs> but I have, that's how I got on. Whatever I did it on. It is a good weird one. Ago. That's a big point. It's weird if you but, do difficulty. <laughs> you know, you're doing an impression well, that not everyone does. They look at that. And they go, mm. you know what I did for. um. Mm-hmm. So then I got to come back the next year and audition again. And um, that year I did talk about obscure, but I did. I did Paula Poundstone and Rita Rudner's. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which I. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't really remember. Like, it's probably I haven't done this in like 20 years. So if I try it right now, it'll probably suck. But Paula Poundstone, she had this bit about like. Uh, so I opened up a box of pop jets and there's two pop jets in there. So and now I gotta eat both pop jets. Like that was my that is good. Stuff. I'm I sure lived Dana with Paula worked with her. Oh, you I was working with Paula in San Francisco, <laughs> and she oh, okay. lived with so, my wife and I. 
Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so you have like a scrutinizer. Of Paula, no, no, that was that was no, Paula. She was an amazing uh, comedian. Amazing. She is an amazing improviser, and that's very much her. And she, she did would, have a she voice. Could, yeah. I went obscure. Yeah. I went obscure for that. But I then love I tried that. Can I hear more. it just one more time? Oh. Oh, so I open up a box of pop chats and I try to just one pop chat, but there's two pop chats there. Something like you didn't that. do Rita Runner, did you? Rita Runner. No, I, you Rita can't Runner. do Rita. I well, can. so Rita Runner, I tried this. I was like, all I remember is like, my husband and I went on vacation. That's all. <laughs> but like your when eyes my husband so that's, said he wanted husband. to watch... The Super Bowl. <laughs> there, there you go. I didn't know <laughs> something this. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I opened for creepy, but that's so a more facial no, thing she too. She was good Just- though. My opener went on too long, and we're having him beaten up in the alley. <laughs> She's very sweet. <laughs> I'm kidding. Rita knew this Rudner. was coming. She was a great stand-up. These, these were stand-ups in the you asked for 80s and 90s. So you're um, getting the anyway. show off these though. Right this time. Well, don't, don't tell me you don't that, get the show this time. I don't know. If, no, I did. I did get the show. I don't know <laughs> oh. if that. I don't know if that helped me or not or hurt me. But I mm-hmm. did get the show that time. Yeah. Yeah. So then, then it was me. Then you had to uh, break like it said, to CPK. Nineteen ninety nine. You still CPK was crushed. <laughs> no, by then I was our. I, CPK was long in my rearview mirror. Okay. And then I was just at Second City by then. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> and how many years at but, Second City before you got an SNL? Just. Well, quickly. I did, you know, Six like years. three years touring and then four years on the main stage. So seven Something years like of preparation just yeah. for the young people who listen to the podcast. I'm going to get on it, too. I'm going to get on yeah. this. It takes a long time. Yeah. Shut up, man. Although Rachel people, did seven years. Some, but you know what? Like, I think Cecily Strong got the show like right off of. um I don't know. From like Improv Olympic. Charmed like back life. then, mm-hmm. as you guys might know. <laughs> well, Cecily no, is then, strong. She's good. She yeah. sure is. Um. But back then it was like just Second City and the Groundlings and then a few stand-ups, right? That's mm-hmm. how they used to yeah. scout. Uh, and now yeah. it's much more like Where else do they know, go there's now? There's the internet. Oh, yeah. They go like online. YouTube. Yeah, like, James like, Austin Johnson. Yeah. The the Trump yeah, guy. Like, yeah. Just online. Uh, <laughs> um, so mu- there's so many more spots to be found now. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. where are they up to now? I mean, they went when you went on, was it still kind of like 10 cast members with feature players? No, or it was, it was a in lot. the teens? The high teens. Was, yeah. I, I feel like it was 20 back then. Yeah, because we were pretty lot. fat, Dana, when we were, when we left. I started it, with three. <laughs> Lucky. No, it was three no, women, was three ton. men, major players, and then a f- couple features. Oh, yeah. we had a, we had a lot of people. Well, when I first got there, um, the women were um, Molly Shannon, Anna Gastart, and Sherry O'Terry. And, uh, you and know, I'd Tina? always admired them. Was well, Tina, Tina only was doing update? Tina was just a writer. Tina oh. was even a writer. They, Lauren said, you're not really a performer, but we're going to make you a writer. He, I, he yeah, didn't say that to Tina. I That's knew. a joke. Like, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I only knew her as a performer back in Second City. But um, but yeah, so she was there, but she was just writing. And um, and so, yeah, there I was with with those. Um, How did you bond with, with Molly? She's kind of mean sometimes, right? <laughs> Molly's a monster. She was very, she was very. We've welcoming. had all three of those on our show. Yeah, all yeah, three of them, very no. funny, and you would fit and, in um, great with them. Yeah, you know, I, I really liked. I mean, you know, when you first get there, you're totally the freshman, you know. So sure. you're just sort of like, where do I go? You know, but um, here's your closet. Yeah, There's a lot were, of props in there because it's nice. also a prop closet, but that's your office. <laughs> no, they were all really cool, and um, yeah, it was like back then. It was people like. Tim Meadows and Colin Quinn were still on. And then mm-hmm. when I left the show, it was, you know, Andy Samberg and Bill Hader and the whole new crop. You know how there's always the Yeah, the little door so you happening. you straddled those two generations. I've straddled all the generations. Yes. Yeah. And all <laughs> all the male cast members. But that's exactly. just I just that's on Wikipedia. It's made up. It was uh anyway. But uh I've straddled them all. <laughs> so what was your first thing that sort of clicked where you thought you might stick around. My first, what'd you say? What, my first what, what scene or what uh, update? Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Well, it's so weird. Cause like, you don't feel, I don't know. Like I, it, I, well, I did the first character I did was the Boston thing with Jimmy. Yeah. But like, you, it's not, I can't say that I felt like, yes, now I've made it, you know, cause you're always like, and then now there's next week, you know, yeah. like there's always that pressure. But, and, um, and Rachel, that was the first- is there a problem with, what happened with my first thing is they don't know me well enough. So I did an impression, but they don't know that's different than what I sound like. So how good is it? Because 
maybe I just sound like that. So if you do Boston, maybe they just think you're the new Boston <laughs> feature player, you know? Oh, she's, she's, just, she's just playing herself. That's I not mean, even yeah, acting. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because um, they go, oh, and then they see you in other stuff. They go, oh, she does that Boston accent pretty good because she doesn't sound like that. <laughs> right, right. But that, still, that was uh, that, that scored. You were on before Update. I mean, it was kind of a... Oh God, you know what's weird? This is so whatever. I never even knew about like, it's better to be on before update. Like that's yeah. how dumb I was. Like, like even my, you know, I'd be there later and someone would be pissed that their scene was moved down. I was, and I'd just be like, Oh, I'm second to last. <laughs> that probably means it won't get cut for time. Yeah. Like I didn't have this. It's like, still in the I show. Was like, Let me get all Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't I think really people watching know that it's bad. They probably don't except that they tune out. You yeah. Know, they, they don't they realize. Go to sleep and stuff. They yeah. go. But they the probably first, don't realize. Yeah. They t- yeah, tap exactly. out after I should. Yeah. It drops off after update. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it usually I didn't goes really through realize that was a thing. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. And then I don't know. The other thing was, uh, geez, I don't know the order that things worked, but, um, when did you do? The, wah, wah. Oh, that was towards the end. <laughs> that was, I mean, that was like my, well, actually, that's Debbie, a code yeah, word that was like downer wah, wah. for those that was people. My f- fifth year there or something but um but yeah i did the hot tub thing with will ferrell All right that was fun i watched and that that was a, something that yes last night that is people mentioned to me uh very um, very but, funny that let's was talk fun. about that oh, because you. i saw the one with walking um oh my gosh yeah yeah that was Walken the first time so I did that. and he had a lot of lines <laughs> and i thought shin she shin she yeah, sorry <laughs> i Go did ahead. a movie with walking <laughs> and electric. he would drink yeah. He was a little worried about lines because it's so bulky in the way he speaks that first he had to memorize them, which is hard, but at least he has cue cards, but God damn, is he funny when he talks like that shit? And you guys were all oh sounding gosh, the same. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He was perfect in that scene. So no, this scene was on this, these lovers characters that I did with Will Ferrell. And it was actually, well, the, the spark for this character came from a professor that my friend had had in college. Who, my friend said that she was, um, not really going to do much for the winter break. And the professor said like, oh, that's a good idea. Just read a book, take a bath, eat a bonbon, spend time with your lover. (laughs) And so we grabbed onto the word lover. And I'd been saying that for years and years. And then, I don't know, Will heard me saying it. We wrote those scenes, but um, those were really fun. Like one thing I love about the show is like that you can write in your scene, like there's a hot tub on stage and then you get there and there's a working hot tub. (laughs) Yeah. They, Make all your dreams come true. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. And when you do barf, one time we did one with Alec Baldwin where I think Fred wrote it where we all, we come to a crime scene and we're all cops. <laughs> and each cop that comes up goes, get ready for this. They go, listen, I've been around. And you walk up and they throw up when they see how bad the scene, the crime scene is. <laughs> like there's a car wreck. And then the next guy comes up and goes, captain, you got to see this. And he goes, Bleh. but they had to put it from your leg <laughs> up oh, yeah, through your tube. arm. And yeah. there's a guy yes. going squeak, 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 turning yeah, it. Yeah, and, going, yeah. and it's funnier because it's either too much or it's not enough. Oh, yeah. It drips oh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh, yeah. that makes it even funnier. <laughs> yeah. We were like, give it yeah. full blast on air. Go crazy. Anything that oh, looks like a mistake. And then people start to break because it's a mistake. Oh my gosh. Is okay, irresistible. So wait, that's, an, yeah. that's another thing that I want to say. You Well, I mean, I know I had this giant break in the Disney World Debbie Downer thing, but I thought of when I knew I was coming on here because <laughs> I like, of course, before you're on the show, you love seeing people break. Like when yes. you're just watching as a viewer. And then when you're on, like you really try not to break. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I really would try not to. But I remember both of you guys, like the Chris Farley, the van down by the river. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, my gosh. It's, that it was, was like, one of the so early fun. breaks because so fun. we were still not supposed to. And so yeah. honestly worried about getting fired. And then, cause right. you know, after you do a decent sketch, just for people at home, Lauren doesn't throw the headphones down and the Amstel light <laughs> and run out and hug you. So you <laughs> did it. Gap girls is a smash and spins me around <laughs> while they go to commercial. So uh, he just, you walk by and, and, and he might nod or, you know, mm. a thumbs up. Yeah, nice. Uh, <laughs> didn't good. blow it. You'll get them uh, next time, but it wasn't yeah. terrible. B plus, which your, is good. I love your impression. <laughs> we love <laughs> terrible. terrible, terrible. So when when uh, that was Van Down by the River one was a fun one uh, to break up in. But really, I don't know if I did it even ever after that. And uh, I think Jimmy has the most on his resume of crack ups. Yeah, no, you you weren't like a frequent breaker. I just remember that one as being because I mean, if I would 
there i'd be laughing too it was just so funny yeah you, it was yeah. it christina apple yes i can't remember I think so um yeah and then and then dana i was thinking about um where didn't I hope I I'm don't right think this, I but broke. the head, head wound, head wound Harry, Harry. Massive head, head wound, wound Harry. Yes. And the dog ripping the thing yes. off of you. That was, oh my gosh. that was Dana so Moore fun. was more smiling, but everyone else well, was going banana. That, that, that was the, so fun. The sketch was killing so hard and we've told this story before, <laughs> but they put more of the dog, you know, the baby Gerber's food. meat food on oh. the, on the prosthetic <laughs> and they didn't feed the dog for dinner. Because Rob Schneider said, how do we how do we get him to really go crazy on air? Well, maybe we'll do a light dinner and we'll put more on the thing. So the dog dinner. went crazy for it. But the sketch was going so well and I loved it so much that I decided I really wanted to keep the thing on. So I put my hand on my oh, temple yeah, yeah, and then I was yeah, yeah. kind of smiling. But the crowd was going crazy because I was just riding the wave of an animal, <laughs> an innocent animal yeah. trying to get food. You can't top that right. in comedy. So, But yeah, that was... Uh, a lucky one. Did you have one well, of those? those? Were fun. <laughs> uh, something well, <laughs> where someone else wrote it and you're riding this great wave that's just uh it's just great when someone else comes up with it for you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, um something that someone else came up with was um this writer Scott Wanio wrote it, back when um Angelina Jolie and her brother had this moment at we're the Oscars up. where they they kissed or something. So then he wrote this character that was their love child. <laughs> and so I came out with this like bald head with an arm coming out of my head and like <laughs> drooling and i mean it was like a, i had a patchy bald it was like it was a total look and with he named lips. the character he named the character like triple clicks like it didn't even have any vowels <laughs> in it oh, that's so great. anyway i got to and there was that's... drool involved so i got to come out as that and then that character recurred in all sorts of like american idol contests and that was created by scott wadio oh, not great. at all by me so yeah that always always really fun when you get Handed this, and it's great when it's yeah. funny with the sound off. Just that, just the image when you come out, they're already laughing. It's great yeah, when yeah. you get that connection. Yeah. Wow. Do you know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued? What was an Al Capone's vault, or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin? If not, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia. But that's okay, because you can learn it all on the new podcast WikiHole from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with host Darcy Carden and her favorite comedian friends as they bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. And if you listen to WikiHole, you learn that's the sciencey term for eardrum. WikiHole is a hyperlink roller coaster, starting out on one Wikipedia page and then going from link to link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until everyone wonders, how the hell did we get here? Follow WikiHole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. You know the term Airbnb? Yeah. What's good is if, like, I have a place... And uh, I don't, there's, there's a place I don't stay in mm -hmm. as much. And so my first thought is I should Airbnb this thing because then you make a few beans in your jeans and you can go off and, you know, maybe buy something you wanted to mm -hmm. buy while you're not using. That's like, that's earning money while you sleep using your home as an Airbnb. I have a, yeah. a, a, a well, it sounds so bourgeois, an extra home kind of someplace. And so... It might make a really good Airbnb. Seriously, hmm. it's not a bad idea because you know it's easy, and then people come in, they go. You make a little cash, you move on. I mean, you travel a lot. I travel a lot. It's good for us. You know, we can you can Airbnb your house here and then go somewhere and do it. And that's the thing is you have so much flexibility. You could do it just during the summer months or just do weekends. I mean, you're in complete control, and then you make as you call the beans. While you go do yeah. other things. Right. Like, let's say you know you're going to take a trip for a family reunion every year. You can plan ahead, take that week, and uh, Airbnb your place. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. no holes in this theory right here. <laughs> you know, if you have a seasonal yeah. house. Got to try it out. Listen, your place might be worth more than you think. You got to check in. You find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. So Debbie Downer, how many times did you do that? I know people talk about it. Oh my it, gosh. I don't know. Maybe five, like six, five or something. Yeah. But like nothing topped that first one where we were laughing. Which so was hard. the first one? It was D Disney World. Oh yeah. And um 
we started laughing. I still don't even really know why we started laughing. But then <laughs> because I knew that camera was coming in so close. <laughs> every so time, it was ridiculous. like the ultimate wow. church laugh. And you can see my face like twitching. Like you literally see my lip going. Gah, 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 yeah. Because I'm like trying. So well, everyone laugh. in it is just sort of staring down going. They don't want to even <laughs> yeah. connect eyes with you. Well, it's they just don't want irresistible. Do when they start to go, how do you not? I mean, when Jimmy Fallon and the hot tub one oh, with you and Will. Fa- I mean, he really just yeah. went. He was just. He couldn't right. function. And at first right. I thought he was acting or doing something. And he was just trying to stop his body from breaking. He was sort of hitting his oh chest that, when he was in yeah. the hot tub. So Jimmy was, yeah. Did you break? But I think in that him? one, I think in that Debbie and I were like, I actually was the culprit. Like, I think I, because I flubbed. You I, said you something know, about China. I said, yeah, it was like North Korea. <laughs> yeah, North Korea. The, I was like, the media is so sensitive there and then i was like so secretive yeah and, and I don't that know, was the but problem you, know what, you guys might sort of <laughs> yeah. feel this like i sort of had a good feeling about you know sometimes you write a sketch and you're like okay this is gonna be good and then yeah. it totally tanks right yeah. or w- whatever yeah it's, so or opposite. i sort of was like okay this could work probably i think but i'm not sure and then <laughs> And then, like, I was just so nervous about it working that then when I flubbed it, I don't know, it was like nervous laughter or something. Well, you flubbing anyway. that and then you recover and say the right one. And then everyone's like, uh oh, it's already the train went off the track a little bit. Yeah. And then it's already funny. And then they go, meep, meep. like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And there's then all not those sound the same noise. So yeah. now you're mixing up the noises. And then there's a meow, there's meow, the or whatever. It's just yeah, all the meow, fucking meow, feline funny. aids. Yeah. And so, feline aids. meow, meow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I saw Thanksgiving one where you at the very end, you oh, like look turkey. at the wrong camera. The turkey oh, moves totally. away, and you're like, is it oh, over? And then yeah, it's just fucking hilarious. And then the tur- speaking of like asking, you shall receive. Like we're like, and then the turkey gets up and walks off the table. And then there's the puppet guy <laughs> making the turkey that springs up and like runs off the table. So, yeah. Which is funny too. You don't see it coming. <laughs> you I guess it's just but, us, Turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to do it. Yeah. I bet somebody's done this, but I used to do like if a trumpet was my life, it'd be like, <laughs> you know, I don't know if that's like from Carol Burnett or something, but there, <laughs> a smash cut of somebody like Debbie Downer with those sounds is like, did that kill at dress the first time they did that? It was, it just, it, it, you can't not laugh. I mean, yeah, no, that it did wah, go well. Yeah. yeah. But I or mean, read through. Um, but then read through. So so I wrote those with Paula Pell. And when we we're trying to write it, we first put her like just in an office or something. And then mm. we were like, this isn't really working. Like, wait, we need to have her somewhere that's like really fun. And everyone's trying to have fun. Mm-hmm. So we put her at Disney. And then we kept making those trumpet sounds like just to each other, the trombone uh-huh. things. And then I think Paula was like, what if we put these in the script? Like, And so then people were laughing really hard at those. Who Sounds, did it at read yeah. through? Did you go or did you bring a trumpet? Had, in? I think we had the real trombone player. Oh, must have killed it. Somehow we had the real sounds there. So in know. the sketch, do you have a real music playing? Uh, like it's a I real it guy a, from the band. That's a good qu- God, I don't know. You know what womp, I mean? I think, he record, I, think, no, I think he recorded them for us. And then they had all these like, like press buttons. Sh- one, long one, quickie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes it, it might be too hard to coordinate to have yeah, them do it maybe. perfectly. I think it was, they had their little buttons to press. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's really funny. First of all, you, everyone's having fun and sort of saying corny dialogue about Disney World. Like Lindsay Lohan's like, I can't wait. Kanishiwa. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And then you immediately <laughs> take right. the legs out and then that's funny. And then they push in on you. You make a funny face and then they play a funny noise. It's just right. a combo. But it punch. was definitely like diminishing returns. Because <laughs> then, like, people got the joke and like, you know, the later ones are like, okay, they're fine. But, but, I, think, but I do think like the, the concept, but the concept of it took off, you know, maybe more that like that Disney World one was, you know, the thing I get probably recognized most for, but, but it was more about the concept oh, yeah. of like people coming up to me and saying, that's my mom, that's my boss, whatever. Oh yeah. Then the actual. One escalation. Yeah. Did, you, did you do one with a, with a host? Cause like, it would be funny if Chris. Oh, yeah. We've walked, done. Yeah. Next to Debbie Downer. I didn't see. Well, yeah. Was, we yeah. did actually Steve Carell. We did. And he was also, he, I think he was like Bob bummer. Like, oh, oh good. Like, yeah, we did like the mirror. So thing. that would escalate yeah. it. But yeah, it's the thing yeah, that but people. It was sort of like people, then they know what's going to happen. But I know. Anyway. Well, the hey, truth is, they know. I'll always have Disney World. Church Lady says, church well, lady. she's going to say, <laughs> well, isn't Naughty that Heart? special at some isn't point? Special. I know. Oh, whatever. <laughs> we did the best we it. could. 
but I'm I'm just the age she is right now. I'm church lady's age what? right oh, now. God. I was playing her at 31, but now oh, do the math, gosh. kids. <laughs> she was ageless. Rachel, we she did bye bye. More people knew me from bye bye for probably years, and it was yeah. we did it twice. You know, oh no so way. They decide, and the second one wasn't even any good. It just Bye-bye. the only <laughs> one remembers is the first one. Yeah, and then it was too hard. To, and you wanted to go back to the well, of course, you know. But yeah, we did yeah, the yeah. end of the year. I went on a flight the next day in America, and, and they were all going bye bye. But I'm like, wow, that fast. And then I tell you, for ten <laughs> straight years, there was not a flight where they didn't. Someone didn't say it to me. And wow. and then they said my friend's wife is a flight attendant and they play that at American in their flight training to say, this is what our image is and we have to break this image. Do not oh, act like this. Wow. You're not allowed to say <laughs> bye-bye anymore. You have to say thank you. You have to say konnichiwa or whatever. Uh, <laughs> you have to say thanks for coming. You cannot say bye-bye. Wow, that's hilarious. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a feat to land a, a, yeah. a generational catchphrase with only two appearances. Yeah, David. And the second I think one didn't even count. Pretty impressive. Why didn't the second it, one count? Did you go bye just, bye? <laughs> no, and it was with Steve Martin, the master of all uh, hilarity. But yeah, we didn't service him that well. We didn't write. It's it just the whole thing. Just it. We did it. It went away for the summer, and it had maybe higher expectations. We came back on the first show and did it, and it was really. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> so they should have had so you come Rachel, out. So Rachel, uh, when yeah. you meet all these movie stars and athletes and stuff over your tenure, uh, did you get to score with one of them? Or I mean, it's kind of a cool, weird part of what you because they'll say William Shatner's down there, go say hello, or Charlton Heston would like to, or you know, or Wayne say Gretzky. Hi. Would you go down to the office? This is on a Monday, you know. It's yeah. a it's a trip. Did you have did you have connection with some of them or who stood out for you? Oh my you? gosh. I was okay. Well, I was always so shy around all the hosts. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes they'd have those host dinners. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I was just such a null. Like I would just talk to the people I knew. And I like and then I realized afterwards, like, oh, I was probably supposed to be like <laughs> talking to the host to make them more comfortable. And They're I was just, just so shy. Like I said I was shy in the beginning, but like I was always like shy around Lauren and shy around of the host. Course. Like and then like when we'd be standing there, you know, you're standing there rehearsing the scene. And like sometimes you'd just be like sitting there, like Alone. waiting for them to. And like I would see like Amy Poehler and Jimmy Fallon were so good at just like chit chatting with the host and famous people. <laughs> hey, and I would uh, what just, are you doing? <laughs> it was great. Like they were just so good at it, but it was real. Like, yeah. not, you know, that's just like their skill, you know, and I would just be like, do, 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 like looking around. And then I'd be like, so do you live in New York or L.A.? Uh, like that was my only that's my only <laughs> that was your go to. I got a little better at it, but I I, I mean, but you, the people that I would be really excited about were like you said, like Steve Martin or the people that yeah. I grew up watching. Yeah. That was, were you was, a little starstruck when you first saw Steve Martin? You know? Oh, totally. Yeah. I was. so. But I mean, by then I was a little bit more <laughs> adept at having conversations mm, with them. But um. Yeah, like Steve, Steve Martin. And um, I don't know, like, I can't really think of someone that I was like, you know, I have their number now. <laughs> you know what I mean, like that I really bonded with Tom Hanks. By the way, you know th- what? just think of all the people that talk to host or date the host. You think it even crossed your mind to go, hey, can I, hey, let me just grab your number. I, we're really getting along in this one sketch. I don't know, maybe that happens. John had fired. every host number. John Lovitz. I go, how do you do that? I just ask. I, I have their number, you know. I do. I no. would never. <laughs> he had every one number. He's just very friendly that way. I was more like you, but were, were yeah. you ever, did you ever, was, did a really handsome man come on the show and you're a little. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm sure like a lot of handsome all, men came on. Because Victoria Jackson was always in love with Alec Baldwin whenever he came. I love oh. him. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> Hi, I mean, Victoria. I'm sure there were. It was like so long ago. But then sometimes like someone that seemed really handsome, then you'd find out they were kind of like a dumb dumb or something. And then that was <laughs> that was a, that was a good lesson. That happens like, to me. You know, a dumb dumb. Did David host while you were there? I don't understand the dumb oh, dumb I? part. Wait, did, <laughs> wait, that's did, amazing. Wait, no, so first of all, Dina, you hosted the second because I, I looked this up because I knew you had hosted. I thought it was my first year, but it was my second year. But I don't remember if we I did. Any did. I remember Nothing meeting you memorable. then, and I think as Will, yeah. 
Will did W and I did senior on a sketch. Oh, and he sat amazing. on my lap. And he's six four, two thirty. That's I, yeah, I yeah, still yeah. have lower back pain. No. But Rachel, <laughs> that's why Do I you was remember there. doing a movie called Dickie Roberts? Okay. I do, and I just I just rewatched the beginning of it before this. <laughs> you watched? To refresh my memory. A David Spade hit I did. comedy from I had, 1990. I loved Rachel yes, in it. Yes, yeah. and, then I got, and then I got hit in the head with the elevator. Yes. And I had a big bump on my head. And you but were I was thinking the about, assistant for Rob Reiner? Yes, yeah, Rob okay. Reiner's secretary. But I was thinking, because you and Sandler and Chris Rock, like I, I got to hang out with you guys during... I mean, I did the movie with those two. And Sandler's just like such a mensch to me because he always brings me back in his movies. Oh, and you yeah, guys yeah. are always, you know, when, like you meet the the generation ahead of you and mm-hmm. you don't know, you know, how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But you guys are so nice and welcoming. And um, well, we also know, it's like a little comedy. Community. Sandler yeah. is oh, like well, a, a it's a family. The Adam Sandler. Yeah. Movie and then he'll have company. you back. You will always yeah. make a yeah. scene better. That's yeah. all you need well, to know. If you go throw her in there and. It's pretty oh good, gosh, and if she you. says yes, it will be better. So she'll whatever uh, she does. You know you have that reputation of just when people mention you. Oh, she's just so funny. I mean, they say uh, it with, but you're consistently, don't you think, David? With, with yeah. Rachel. Oh God, she's just funny. Oh my gosh. I mean, she's nice. got a good look and just funny. Oh, I have to tell you, you something. First yeah. of all, just a side note: you worked at Ruby Tuesday. No, you were a spokesman for Ruby Tuesday. <gasps> I did. Yes. And I, I got ads- carded at Chili's. You, <laughs> I got carded at Chili's Day, and I told you about you a month did ago recently. Yeah. A month ago, that's a that's a, a good ago. thing to get carded at your yeah. time on I the planet. I would love that, but I, lo- I managed to see something me. interesting in Rachel's bio, and then I found a story about me out of it. Oh, good! I said, <laughs> we both have in common. Yeah, because Ruby Tuesday and Chili's yes. are sort of the same. They are. Ilk. They're the same ilk, yes. <laughs> but we have to. They I have a, I have a serious have question for you. Serious question. Okay. Okay. This is the serious time of the podcast. We we just asked Bobby Moynihan this. If you're at read through, a I have a new one twist on this, Dana. Okay. Do you remember where you sat, and do you remember where everyone sat from the host going Ooh. sideways? Whoa. Wow. Well, I definitely I remember where I sat. Okay, that's a start. Uh, I was like if you're at the Seth. doors and you're walking, you're looking straight in at the windows. Okay, Lauren is so back was, there, right? Okay, so I was to the right. Oh, kind of like oh, the kind right. Of like far, but I was like far from the from host. where Lauren uh, was. Like, like yeah. okay, I never assumed that seat where the senior lady sits next to the host. Do you know right. that that was a thing? Who sits you, there? Did you know this? So there's a system where like. The woman that's been there, I, I could be wrong with okay, this. Okay, so oh. there's Lauren and the host. next to the host. Yeah. And yeah. then like, it would be like Molly or Maya or whoever. Yeah. Yeah. But I was never there, but with, you know, with good reason, because see what I said about the host dinner. Like I wasn't the person. <laughs> they knew you were I wasn't dial the person. I was fine. I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was your I nickname. Dial, Lauren. Uh, dial tone dredge. Uh, <laughs> to put dial tone next door and see if uh, something happens. Put her by the door next to the piano. The host keeps talking. Um, <laughs> you just stare into space. That could be a good character. I, She's I dial tone. She doesn't speak to anybody. Wait, I don't. I don't. No personality I don't at all. Like to think that I'm like not socially, but but I will admit that next to really famous people, I'm not good at making conversation. So you know, I accept that. But anyway, I was well, down near Seth, yeah. and we had a lot of good times actually. Seth and read through is Seth fun if you're with somebody you like over there and you're writing that's notes true. or something. It was really fun with Seth. Um, mm-hmm. That's mainly what I remember. I don't really, rem- and I think I was bipolar too. I'm bipolar by Amy Poehler yeah. as well. Yeah. So we had someone on our podcast who's bipolar a couple of weeks ago. It, really? Okay. Yeah. Comedian. I'm sure yeah. there could be many. You have there to listen to all ninety to find out, though. Oh man. We have uh, a whole bipolar series. Okay. Oh, one time. Wait, here's a kind of a funny thing about the read through table. So one <laughs> time when Johnny Knoxville was hosting um, my I, w- I twisted to like get my coat or something during break. And somehow I like sprung to my back and some, <laughs> I don't even know what happened, but I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't move. And so then oh, I had to like lie down on the floor. This is all during the break, you know, when people are going up. And so I'm like lying down on the floor, like half under the table, literally could not move. And so then everyone comes back and like, you know, they had called for the, some sort of NBC medic or something. And um, they had to continue the read through 
um, while I was under the table there, like frozen until the end of the thing. And um, wow, yeah, that was, and Johnny Who helped you. Was, I thought you said Johnny came to rescue. I thought well, he tried. Vicodins they were like, "Do you have any painkillers?" Exactly. You would yeah. think he did because of his jacket, but he didn't have any. And so, anyway, but it was kind of funny because I mean, Dana, you could do the Lauren voice, but it was like I'd be reading my thing from under. There's like. <laughs> Is Rachel still down there? You know, that kind of <laughs> but um, that was make my sure that Rachel's was my big okay. <laughs> Marcy, make <laughs> sure Rachel initiates like, this. You know, your waver. back is predisposed to be injured. You reach for a napkin and suddenly you're on the floor. <laughs> that's that's what it was. That's it what it happened to me once with a parking brake. Did it? Yeah, just like went really? out. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I wasn't like old then. I was. I, I wasn't know. either. I was really I don't know young. What had happened? Stress. But that was my that was my strange read through. Uh, my, I don't know highlight. Low light. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Oh, yes, you heard me right. You can talk to an actual human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Listen, I use DoorDash. I'm sure you uh-huh. do too. Um, if you want more from delivery, you can get a DoorDash Dash Pass. Dash Pass. You understand? Dash Pass is your door to $0 delivery fees and more on DoorDash. So you get DoorDash and you have Dash Pass with all the goodies that is. Dash Pass is the most affordable way, David. To get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save money and time with every DoorDash order. Come on, man. Well, you were saying the other day that with $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders, that Dash Pass can make it easy to save on restaurants, groceries, retail items, uh, and all your local favorites that do deliver on DoorDash. On average, Dash Pass pays for itself in two orders. And uh, oh. that makes delivering even more worth it. Wow. So just two orders and you've got it. Plus Dash Pass gives you a special access to exclusive promotions and David member only menu items. All for get this $9.99 a month. $9.99. Get more from delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. Use code FLY24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more. After signing up for Dash Pass, Subject to change, terms apply. David has some fainting spells. We've heard, you know, really? uh, someone threw a glass of water at Lauren's face once. Fuck you, what? man. No, I'm kidding. That's Wait. a joke. Oh, that would have been, been a good story, though. <laughs> no. um, I mean. So no one has been under the table in that situation. No, yeah, you're the only that. one so far I've heard about under the okay, table, so that's which is me good. on that. That's a read-through story. Um, All right, you know, yeah. By the way, I like when he uh, in the uh, Roger and Virginia sketch oh, yeah. in the hot tub. <laughs> yeah. when they say uh, <laughs> she, she has the uh, oh, when he has sex with Maya, he says she has she just lies there. Uh, I think it's walking says Maya just lies there like like uh, King Tutankhamun in his tomb uh, and uh, <laughs> but makes the facial expressions of Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura. Just oh lies gosh, there, I, like King I don't even remember that. <laughs> yeah, Maya was like, "You're all talking about uh, screwing," <laughs> and Maya's just sitting there going, "Why are we talking about this?" She was like mortified. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, she gets up and I, whatsoever. I remember we we made up we made up a, a sex act called Shinshi Shinshi. Uh, that's all I remember from that. I don't know. Walking <laughs> had to time. say it. I think You're, it had something to do with an ear. Walking anyway, can say any, anything. It's funny, right? Just. Exactly. The pausing yeah. and the, the craziest yeah. talk ever. The yeah, pausing he, and the whatnot. All right. What? Anything else for Rachel? Because she's so sweet to come on here and Nick, blab. Well, I think oh you're gosh. an all-time great. Everybody knows you and loves you. Yes. And you're Ugh. you're very very busy. You did the wine country with all your bandmates, yeah, which is with a the really ladies, funny yeah. movie with all these superstar SNL right. cast members. Thirty you, Rock, you play recur. You you do a thing where you recur as like just different just things. I, did. I, played- I looked at the reel today. There's like a two minute blast of all your characters from Ooh, Thirty Rock. I didn't even know that. And it's hysterical. Yeah, the Catwoman, her whole you. attitude. And- oh yeah, that was based on the SNL Cat Lady Wrangler. Mm-hmm. Do you just call Tina and yeah. say? 
Should I do this? This is a funny, weird one. Can you throw it in the show somewhere? Or does Tina say, what if you came in as this? this is just kind of back and for, forth. Well, like for that. that one, like she knows me so well. She's like, oh, how many do Liz Taylor in this? How many do the cat? Like, cause yeah. she's seen my little, yeah. oh, it's whatever. Cute. I don't know. She knows my, that's my vibes, sweet though. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And, and then you so, go score. So a mousy time. woman that doesn't want to do anything wrong is your favorite kind of attitude. That's to play. kind of a good go-to for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what yeah. did you do? One of those on SNL that would describe that way. I don't just sort of I insecure don't think and so yeah. I don't mm. know, but I just like being that thing. <laughs> well, Rachel, yeah. I say, Dana, that uh Deb Downer, Deborah Downer, <laughs> Deb. Disneyland is <laughs> yeah, probably geez. would fall in my maybe top ten sketches. Ah, it's crazy. Whoa, thank but you. I can't think of ones that really beat the shit out of it. You know, I'm like if it's not, it's way, way, way up there in my uh, there, You know, there, there's a, there's a, a lot of like, just can't get, uh, that sketch just was a 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, it, it just worked. And there's like a massive head wound Harry or bye-bye. You know, <laughs> some are just, they just work and they pop. And, and Lindsay and Lohan last. being innocent and cute in it. Oh, also oh, the know. fucking the, the Hogwarts one. <laughs> oh yeah, that the where her Hogwarts boobs were one. huge, and you guys were like, yes, what that the was fuck? What did you do this summer? She's like, I don't know. And you're like, oh, you're like, yeah. her boobs are so big. And I was Harry Potter. Someone else wrote that. I, was it oh Seth? Gosh, I maybe? can't remember who. Maybe it was Seth. I think Seth. Was, Seth, was, so, yeah. was Seth in it? Who was in it with you? Uh, he might have been in it. Yeah, he was. Because everyone's so guy. perplexed, yes. Dana, that Lindsay Lohan <laughs> comes back and her boobs yeah. are so huge. And everyone's like, they can't talk about anything else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Seth wrote that. <laughs> I forgot yeah. that one is so good. Okay. It's funny. Anyway, that's good all. Lord. Thank you uh, uh, for Rachel being here. Drash. Mostly Dana, but thank you, uh, Rachel. <laughs> David, also. we didn't interrupt no, as much as we normally do. As I, I think just, we oh did, though. As I just interrupted. No, you guys didn't. I felt like I was yammering on. No, we like, want the guests like to, to hear be your chatty. Stories. No, we want the I guests. I know, but I like your stories, though. Well, mm -hmm. um, it really, like, I mean, I don't want to get so cornball, but I just That's admire good. you guys so much. Like, it's... It, I'm like freaked out talking to you guys. Like I would be. I'm. I'm a dial tone talking to you guys. Yeah. You. You up there for me. So. That's so yeah. <laughs> so nice. But I. I will pass it back at you, and you must run into fans at the airport or wherever you are, or at a restaurant, and they will fan out on you. Right. Of course. And it is surreal, isn't it? Because nice. they saw you on television doing what yeah. they want to do, or just enjoying you, and it's the whole thing is surreal. I can't. I it remember is, George yeah. Bush Senior said to me. I can't believe I was president. It was surreal to him. <laughs> well, that's wow. not a good thing. I can't even remember anything about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but it's the same thing with Saturday Night Live. It's like a fever dream that being oh I was on that and, and yeah. it happened. Then you go back and it's a little it's a little melancholy walking down that hall and seeing a picture of your younger self and a sketch yeah. with Amy or whatever. Right. And yeah. So, yeah. 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 But I mean, you do have those bonds with those people. Of course. Like, that's the, you know, that's why you're all yeah. in it together, you know? And yeah. that's the uh, emotional underpinning of this podcast overall is that it's a seminal emotional experience. It's a reality show in a way. Yeah. So when we hear it's so true, it's all common experiences and everyone has a different twist on it. Yeah. At a different time. I, and I was thinking when I was coming on, like, why couldn't I sleep last night? I was like, SNL has like a lot of emotions attached, you know, like yes. a lot of them are super positive. And then a lot of them are like, oh, I was so unconfident that like it's just all of life's emotions are wrapped up in SNL. Yeah. But not I mean, as overall, much, though, not as much negative, dream. just anxiety yeah, exactly. and like just bumps of like, like showbiz. It's just open. the way it is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The bumps yeah. of showbiz. Right. But like you said, I mean, you have that group that you're with and. It's like no one else knows what that was like, you know, in the, in the best way. You yeah. Know? When you're uh, starting a sketch, when it, the band's playing is about to start, you see Jimmy oh Jimmy gosh. Fallon in his outfit yeah, or you see Will yeah. Ferrell with a beard on or whatever. It's sort of, yeah. been, okay, we're just having fun here. You know, it does help having yeah. your peers with you in it, you know? Totally. Yeah. 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 It's the dream. It is the dream. You're All a right, dream. <laughs> you're a dream. Oh, you. <laughs> Rachel, it's, been, it's been such I'm a pleasure. A Thank you. Thanks so okay. much. All right. Bye, Have a great day. We'll see you sometime. Okay. See you around campus. Okay, okay good. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. This has been a podcast presentation of Cadence 13. Please listen, then rate, review, and follow all episodes. Available now for free wherever you get your podcast. No joke, folks. 
Fly on the Wall has been a presentation of Cadence 13, executive produced by Dana Carvey and David Spade, Chris Corcoran of Cadence 13, and Charlie Finan of Brillstein Entertainment. The show's lead producer is Greg Holtzman with production and engineering support from Serena Regan and Chris Basil of Cadence 13. 